What's up, y'all? And welcome to another episode of that Technology News Talk. And you already know what it is. It's that Dynamite Review Show. And with me, as always, is my co-host, uh, Leah Benford. What's good, bro? What is up, everybody? Yeah. How you doing, Trico? Good, good, good. Before we get on to, to today's show, let's talk about the, the big news that uh, that just broke uh, the, this week. And you probably already know it, so I'm going to break it down as uh, as smooth as possible, everything that happened. So so discussing the Cody Rose situation, as you already know, him and Brandy Rose are officially not with AEW right now. So I'm going to break it down, everything that happened, and um, get my thoughts and opinion, and I want to get your thoughts and opinion as well. So This is a crazy story. So um, there was a lot of talk uh, on... A lot of reports happening, and then uh, and before you know it, social media came out. So there was a lot of news uh, covering this story. One of them is towards the negative uh, points to not only Cody and Brandy Rose, but but with the Cody situation, they he he's like the John Cena of AEW. If you look at it, like he gets cheers and sometimes he gets booed, and a lot of the people want him to turn heel, but he was not going to do it. But I feel like if he did, the fans would embrace him more if he did. But he didn't do it. And then with the Brandy situation, you saw the promo that he did with, with Dan Lambert. Like, Dan Lambert was supposed to be the, the most hated dude on the planet. But with the promo he had with Brandy, everybody was cheering for him. Because, right. like, not many people like uh, like Brandy so much, uh, uh, the, the fans. But she did um, had a good relationship with, with all the, the, the ladies in the back. So... There was no issue there. So I remember was, I said I was during that time, real quick. During that time, I was like, man, why are they doing two heels? Like, if Brandy supposed to be the baby face, why are they doing two heels? That was such a last, that was such an awkward last segment that we this may be the last time we see Brandy Rose, but it was such an awkward segment. Yeah, uh, exactly. And then she was supposed to do a, a promo with but Paige Vignette, but we already know uh, Brandy, uh, that's a fight that, that she cannot win. I'm sorry. Like, even though Paige Van is not a wrestler, but she is a good fighter. Uh, don't, don't, don't get, don't, don't discriminate right. on that. Right. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So, um, but um, I'm gonna uh read the um the statement. This is from uh with, with Tony Khan after um yeah uh when when Cody uh had left um the uh, uh left uh, AEW. I can find this um uh, this report here. Uh, somewhere I had it somewhere on up on Cody. The freak I did with this thing. Uh, well, why you look for that? Yeah. This whole thing with Cody Rhodes, I mean, it is definitely uh, it's, it's such an exciting time to be a wrestling fan. I'm pretty sure you all agree when a founder of AEW, an EVP, decides to leave and then go over to maybe WWE. Now, how much of this is a work? Are we all being worked right now by Tony Khan and Cody Rhodes? So I think 50-50 with me. It could be real or it definitely could be a work and we'll only see. 
So I did see a report saying that he's going to return at Revolution with two other free agents, and they have a real hill faction. Um, and that will make it where he's eligible to go for the world title again. Uh, and he's not going to be a booker anymore. So they're like killing off the EVP type character of Cody Rhodes, having him return. And now he has a fresh slate. Yeah, some say it might could be a work. Some it, it could be a real thing. But, uh, but here we go. Here's the statement with Tony Concept. Cody and Brandy Rose were initially to, to, to launch of All Elite Wrestling. Cody's ability combined with his boldness and his passion for our industry and his love for the community outreach helped AEW deliver our mission to give the fans what they need for far too long. Something new and versatile and lasting. Brandy helped us shape the AEW story and I appreciate how she fought uh, for us both in the ring and out of the ring, competing in the women's division while advancing her efforts inclusively and in civic causes, including great partnerships with K-City and the American Heart Association. I have intimate respect and appreciation for Cody and Brandy. I wish them both the best as they move on from AEW. Thank you, Cody and Brandy. TK. So. But also, can you read his title? Does that have the title on it? Yeah, CEO, President, General Manager, head of and head of creative. So I think it's all a work, and I think they're just great storytellers. You know what I'm saying? But only time will tell. Because if Cody Rhodes appears, Cody Rhodes can appear on SmackDown this Friday. Isn't that crazy to think of? Oh no no no! I can't. He's not gonna go back to AEW. Oh, look. do you remember when he faced his brother uh, Dustin, and he had that Triple H throne, and he had the sledgehammer and broke the throne down? Do you remember that? But Trico, there's reports out saying that Vince McMahon has big plans for him of WrestleMania. That that if he comes back, he'll get a major push in a different way. I don't want to go into too much of wrestling because I, uh, you are. Uh, it's a lot of wrestling rumors right now. Yeah, because I, yeah, I'm gonna save all of that when I do the uh, the respect the comment podcast, and that's where we rant on there too much because I, WWE is desperate right now, but we're not gonna get in that that drama right now. But um, right, so real quick, let me just get my two cents in on this AEW side of things. This is why I think this will work. Every reporter, every every podcast I listen to, all the big ones, they said that they got a text on like Monday or Tuesday from a number. They didn't know what who the number was from, and it was a Connecticut number. And they all got this text saying, did you hear the news? Oh, did you hear about this? So the fact that it's just like just blank number texting these reporters that what makes it feel like a work to me that that may be aew sending these messages to people who they know is going to report stuff um so it may be a work guys and if it is a work oh my god incredible but again who knows but a great time to be a wrestling fan let's get into dynamite yeah absolutely so cm punk is in the ring he does the uh the promo like he did in 2011 so saying the name and then references how he, he influenced young wrestlers uh, in the wrestling business. And then he turns to MJR talk about uh, he ain't no Piper. He ain't no Brett. He's just a guy with a ring and a help. 
So thanks to his, uh, thanks to John Moxley winning the tag team match against FTR, he gets to pick the time and place to take on MJF. And it will be at Revolution in Orlando on March 6th. And what match it could it be? He said, maybe it could be a cage, but he had to think about the toughest match in the career. And the MJS wants to be Piper so bad, Punk is thinking a dog collar match. He simply pull out the box in front of him, and it was the dog collar with the chains and everything. He demanded MJF to come out. MJF was so pissed. But before you can say anything, Punk pull out the famous photo of him and Max when he was a child. If it was the best day of MJ's life, but revolution will be his worst. The cabbage will be stained of his blood. And before MGL can say anything, he just dropped the mic and storm off. Bro, the last time that we had a dog collar match is with Cody Rose and the late Mr. Brody Lee for the TNT Championship. And that Great was match. crazy. How you Great think match. this one going to live up to that previous match? Oh, this one is going to be so, so good. Real quick, CM Punk, I mean, what a great promo. I've been saying it on this show for a minute. Every week, he becomes more and more of the punk that we know. Um, and it's just, and last night, that promo just proved it because that is such a CM Punk promo. And I, no one else can do it like him. But just the, the wordplay, can you be my Valentine? And it was just Valentine's Day. And the Piper match was with Craig Valentine. I was like, oh, so be my Valentine. So he's saying that he's Piper pretty much. And, and JF is no Piper. Um, but yeah, just a great promo. The reaction from Max, just the walk off, not say anything. Great. Keep the audience thinking. This is going to be a hell of a match. Revolution. I think is going to have so much buzz around it. The closer and closer we get, if Cody Rose doesn't appear on WWE TV at all in the next month or so. Also, they did say Cody's name on air. If this is a WWE thing, we wouldn't hear about that guy at all. They want to reference him. They want to show his replay, but they said his name twice. And they showed him in the replay. But. Yeah, this is definitely going to be a brutal and bloody match. They can't wait. They can't wait for Revolution. So after oh, the yeah. promo, yeah, after the promo, Jungle Boy loses her to Christian Cage backstage. They said there will be a couple of matches that determine the top contenders for the AEW World Championship, and it officially be announced that there will be a three-way match at Revolution. So we are looking for two tag teams to face the, the, the Jurassic Express at Revolution for those tag team titles. I think for me, it's obvious who it's going to be. I think it's going to be both Red Dragon and uh, uh, the Young Bucks. But I think they might be in the same Battle Royale match, right? Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. So we have Brian Danielson versus Lee Moriarty. And this probably was Leo Moriarty's best AEW singles match. And, uh, 100%. Because, yeah, because Brian know how to, to, to make a wrestler look good in the process. But uh, in this match, so Danielson kicked Mario in the head and transitioned to a triangle hold for the referee to, to, to stop the match because I feel like he was passed out or knocked out after the, uh, when he was in that triangle hold 
or either guy he got knocked in the head when he when Daniel Bryan and uh, Brian Brian Danielson kicked him in the head. It was one of the two. So Danielson win the match, and then he calls out John Moxley about teaming up, and he wants the answer. So Moxley came out. So he talks about uh, well, when they was meeting. They're meeting for the first time at AEW, but they have met, met uh, in the past uh, uh, before. So he feels that that Danielson wants to join forces with Marcy because he feel like he don't want none when it, if they want to face one on one. So this is very going to be very interesting. I feel like this is going to lead to them having a one on one match at Revolution because we were supposed to get them at full gear when we had the AEW uh, championship uh, the tournament in the finals. But, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, John Massey had to, to go to rehab, and then that was a good thing. But, but now we finally going to gonna get this match. If I feel like we're going to get this match at Revolution. Dude, great match. How great was Lee Moriarty last night? Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that was a, 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 a huge step. I mean, it's really something about this guy. He's kind of... Uh, kind of an oddball, like with his intro. They gave him new music. I like the new music, but he's uh, like he does this little, this little uh, hip, like this, um, this, uh, this jump walk, <laughs> this skip. I guess he like skips to the ring, um, but he does like he's kind of an oddball. But man, when he's in the ring, he just the the his technical abilities are just ridiculous. And the match with him and Brian. I mean, that little spot they did where they were both, like, on their hands and just punching each other, unless the ladies were, like, pressed together, that was just, that was unique. You haven't seen that on TV. Um, but, yeah, this is just a great match. And then followed up by a great freaking promo from John Moxley. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, now, real quick about this, I think this match is really – to set dominance. I feel like this was a great wrestling promo. Like, you want to see a good wrestling storytelling? That was a great wrestling storytelling. John Moxley said, this is our first time meeting in AEW, technically. You know, so pretty much saying, forget everything else that happened. Like, this is our first time meeting. You're meeting a new person. So this is just, I think this match is just to set dominance in the group. If they start a group, who's going to be the leader? Who's going to be kind of support? And I think this match is to, to just to, to put the dominance in. I feel like we're looking at a two-man power trip uh, in AEW. In Dude, that them, them on the same team, on the same page, and with new talent, that's ridiculous. That's going to be something wild. So after that, we had a Keith Lee promo. Talk about he's the first one to be advancing in the face of the revolution match. Say uh, he's here to, in AEW to make a statement. So once you get past the ladder match, yeah, the TAT championship will be his focus after that. A great promo. But we have another qualifying match for the face of revolution. Warlow defeated Matt Caster with three power bombs uh, symphony for the win. And then after the match, uh, Sean Spears gave the acclaim chair shots. And that was it. Last episode, I said they keep putting Wardlow in the babyface position. And last night, it's even more clear that he's a babyface because they put him against the claim Max Caster, who is a heel. And then he gets jumped after the match, which got heat on Bowens. So they're pushing Wardlow 
in the babyface position. But how great was that pop when he got that first power bob and then the second power bob? That pop was ridiculous. Like the crowd was going crazy. And if that pop was great, just wait until he power bobs NJF. You're, that'd be like the place is going to pop the roof when that happens. Yeah, that's a, uh, yeah, Warlow. I feel like Warlow is the heavy favorite to win the, uh, the, the face of a revolution, but um, we have to wait and see who else going to be uh, going to be joining in. So, um, Keith Lee and Warlow, they're going to have to have a moment. Oh, yeah, they definitely will have a moment. Yeah, yeah they're going to have to have that one on one moment. That's going to be very interesting. So, um, after that, we had a Brit Breaker good and coming good promo. Britt told Mercedes Martinez to finish the job that she has the best squad and she has the best squad and the best sensei after Mark <laughs> Kell from the Karate Kid and the Cobra Kai series walked up for a cameo. We'll get to that more than that in a second. But um, hey man, Adam Page uh, had a promo. Adam Cole come out. He even told Shivani, get the hell out of the ring just because with him and with his friendship relations with Britt Breaker. So I guess you see the beef there. And um, so these two had a promo. Adam Cole said uh, to, uh, to Adam Page, you just the other Adam. So Page wanted to fight. Um, Cole wanted to be the uh, the respectable guy, made a best man win. But that was just a rookie mistake on Page's part to not uh, look behind him. Because the Red Dragon was uh, uh, attacked it from behind. And before you know it, um, the Dark Order come out. Ten was all over attacking the, the security guards. <laughs> and even uh, with Cole saying, like, oh, uh, uh, to Paige, the past friends you had, the Umbuds and the Dark Order, uh, you, uh, you left them. But I think... His but Paige's relationship with the Dark Order is still friendship because why not? They would uh, they would not come out there and help Paige in the first place, and they was not uh, uh, still friends or good friends. So, uh, what do you think of Cole and Paige heading in into Revolution? Uh, it's, it's 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 starting to build. It's starting to get exciting. Um, now we see that the Red Dragon is going to be included in this, and I'm going to have some Dark Order included in this. Uh, that that when when uh, when Ten start just tossing the guards all over the place, that took me by like shock. I was like, "Huh, what's happening? Why is he throwing everyone over?" But then they announced the match between Adam Cole and uh, Ten um, at Rampage, so I was like, "Okay, I guess they just had to get him to stand out a little bit." But Adam Cole is always great on the mic. I think the other Adam line is a pretty, pretty dope line. Um, and Adam Cole is right. Every place he goes, he's always become the guy. You know, it never takes him long to become the guy in the company. So, yeah, I'm excited to see them wrestle. It hasn't really, like, no stakes have been, like, risen yet. Like, a beatdown, yeah. But, like, it hasn't, it hasn't gotten personal yet. You know, for a for a pay per view type uh, rivalry, so I'm, I'm I'm excited to see how it grows. Do you think it's the right time to put the uh, to put the belt on Adam Cole right now, or no. should he get into a rivalry with Kenny Omega when he returns 
and do the uh, the elite versus uh, Cole and and the Red Dragon. Mm. Yeah, I, I, Adam Cole isn't at full power yet. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he's you see last night they had the promo where he didn't know to go left or right with the Young Bucks or Red Dragon. So he's not at full power yet. Like he doesn't have that that group that's like well together. So because of that, I think Adam Page needs to hold on to the belt uh, a little longer, you know? Um, interesting to see who's after Adam Cole, you know? But it might be Kenny Omega. I think Adam Page needs to hold the belt until Kenny Omega gets back. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I feel like that that's the, the way it, it should go, but don't worry, Adam Cole is gonna be champion. Now one day, folks, it's going to happen soon. I don't think it should happen right now because all the past AEW champions have hold the title for at least 10 months or, or to a year. So, yeah, they give it uh, give uh but pay some more time. So, yeah. so Eddie Kingston returns. He was in the corner of Santana Ortiz as they faced Chris Jericho and Jay Hager. The inner circle implodes. So, um uh in the ending, Jericho took out Kingston with the springboard drop kick. He went for Judas Effect on Santana, but he avoided and hit the disaster lariat on Jericho for the win. And then after the match, Jericho and Kingston brawl had to be separated from the referees. So I feel like this, uh, we all we all been saying it. This is going to lead to Jericho versus Kingston at Revolution. Yes, sir. I think that's going to be a great match. But how, like, Santana was super aggressive. Like, I really felt like there's legitimate heat between him and Jericho because he was chopping them pretty hard. Um, but the pat, the, the emotion that came out of this match, also how great this Drake Hagar looks right now. He's, like, in the best shape of his life. Yeah, he's still under, not only undefeated AEW, but also still undefeated MMA career as well. Yeah, he looks he looks great. Um, he did look a little stiff, and he hasn't been in the wrestling ring in a minute. Um, so he did look a little stiff, but he looks like he's training really hard. Um, but great match between these two. Like you like you can tell, like it feels like there's like some real animosity between these guys. It's very believable that they just don't like each other right now. Um, and having Eddie Keys to come back, he had a he got a huge pop when he came out. Um, he is like really a, a AEW like draw. Like I feel like people will buy tickets if they know Eddie Kingston is on the card. Um, you know, because he you never know what he's gonna say. Uh, you never know how his match is gonna kind of go out. You know, he's not the most exciting type wrestler, but the moves he hits, you feel like was crafted over years of, you know, experience. Like, you know, because he has those sneaky kind of moves. So, but Eddie Keys is the man. Can't wait to see that match between him and Jericho. Two goats going at it. And for Santana Ortiz, do you see them um, being in the AEW or World Tag Team title match at Revolution as one of the, the contenders? Absolutely. And that's kind of what I want to see the most is them to get their belts because they're AEW OGs and they haven't had the belt yet so you know I think it's time for them to get their crown um taking it off Jungle Express I don't know if that's gonna happen but we'll see 
And speaking of tag teams, the elite were backstage. Cole said JY will be Trent Beretta and that the two tag teams will win the, the, the Battle Royal. That includes the Young Bucks and the Red Dragon. They argue about who's going to win. And then fatherhood, because as you know, um, Kyle O'Reilly just had just had a baby. Congrats, congrats, uh, congrats to him. But um, either when they was arguing, Cole calmed everyone down. The two tag teams went their separate, uh, separate directions. Even uh, Brandon Cutter say, where are you going to go, Cole? And Cole honestly shut him up, cut the camera off. So, Yo, I the, need- best, the best line of this promo, Kyle O'Reilly said, I just had a baby. And Matt says, oh, yeah, I got two. And Nick says, yeah, I got three. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, how are you going to try to one-up them on how many kids you got? <laughs> but that was a great line from that promo. Oh my god! But um, I feel like oh, I know maybe not both of them going to be at Revolution, but I know one of them is going to be. One of them is going to be. That's why I feel uh, like. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It could be both. I, that's what I was trying to see. I'm not sure if they're in the same battle royal match or not, because I think there's a casino battle royal, and then there's a tag team battle royal. So, I'm not sure. Uh, if they're in the same match, but if they're in the, if they're each in the different battle royals, then I would say it's going to be them and Jurassic Express. But a good, but that's two heel teams and a babyface team that that'll get people chanting for Jurassic Express. I don't know. We'll see. Or it could sure. be a bat, or it could be a battle royal, and whichever two the two tag team left standing will probably be the the the, the two contenders for Revolution. It could go. Well, no, I think it said battle royal and casino battle royal. I don't think it's casino battle royal because that that's for um that's for double or nothing. That's for double or nothing. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I thought. But I, let me. Yeah, we'll look into it. I gotta get the replay. Yeah. So uh, next up, we had the no disqualification match with Thunder Rosa and Mercedes Martinez. This was well, all over the place, and I love Thunder Rosa's um Kill Bill outfit. That that was great. I think uh, uh, the one she had previously, Wolverine, was great. But I think the Kill Bill one was was good. And like before, I said we even had a Cobra Kai reference in there. There's a two great um from movie TV franchises uh, references um in there. So um uh, in the end, Rosa come back with the Kravitz bomb and then hit the Fire Thunder pile driver on a pile of chairs for the win. Um, after the match, Rosa showed respect to, uh, to Mercedes Martinez, but then Brit Breaker and company emerged. Vega consulted to the Cobra Kai uh, uh, Martin, uh, at, at ringside, who told her to finish her. They attacked Rosa, setting up Martinez up to attack with the pipe, but Martinez uh, hesitant, so Jamie Hager attacked her from behind. Baker, uh, Breaker posed with the belt to end the, uh, the segment. So, this could lead to two possible scenarios for a revolution. Either we finally go and get that Brit Breaker and Thunder Rosa AEW Women's World Title match, or we're going to have a tag team match with Rosa and Martinez versus Brit Breaker and Jamie Hayter. So those are two likely scenarios that we're going to have at Revolution. What a great match, though, right? Absolutely. Like this is a really, really good match. And 
I didn't know that some of this was like storytelling at the end when like um right at right at the end when Thunder Rosa won, they she just kind of laid there. Then I seen her look over to Mercedes and they were speaking and talking. And then when she got up and then did the bow to her and everything, I said, Oh, okay. So she's showing it then when when the beatdown happened and then Mercedes hesitated. I was like, okay, so they're building up. And they do look like a really good tag team. Like, already, they do look like a really good tag team and a strong force. So it may be a couple of tag team matches that leads to the Thunder Rosa and DMD match at Revolution. And then Mercedes and Jamie and uh, Rebel might play a role in that match in the long run. Yeah, well, we'll definitely see what's going to happen between now and Revolution because if they do decide to do a tag team match at Revolution, then they might say Baker versus Thunder Rosa at, at double or nothing. But um, we'll just have to wait to see what's going to happen between now and Revolution. So um, after the match, we go to a the House of Black promo. So could we see a tease? Uh, Buddy Murphy coming not only coming to AEW but also joining the House of Black. Wouldn't that be something? Did it look like Buddy Murphy to you? Did that, did that, um, blurry, you know, figure look like uh, Buddy Murphy to you? Yeah, Buddy Matthews. Yeah, Buddy it, it looked, it looked, it, I thought it was, um, Bray Wyatt. Nah. I really thought for a second. I was like, is that Bray? But but I think Buddy makes more sense. Yep, I can't wait to see. Uh, uh, but, but he's a heavy tease. He's coming soon. We just have to be patient the uh, way it comes. So uh, this coming uh, red page on Friday, we have Adam Cole versus 10. So 10 uh, was hyped up, like I said earlier. So this match is official. And then we have Jay White's AEW uh, debut versus Trip Beretta. We have a Serena D five-minute challenge on Rampage. And then, of course, the face of the revolution qualifying match, Power Hobbs, Will Hobbs versus Dante Martin. And then the AEW Dynamite next week, we have the House of Black, Malachi Black and Brody King versus the Death Triangle, Penta and Pac. Eddie Kingston and Jericho go face to face. And then we have the tag team battle royale for the top, uh, well, one of the top contendership at Revolution for the for the three-way match for the AEW World Tag Team uh, titles. Starting to be a packed show. And then after that, we have a promo from Jay White saying he will show AEW to breathe with the switchblade because this is still his era. Yeah, I thought he kind of sounded like uh, Britt Baker at the end there. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, <laughs> I was like, oh, give me your first trip. <laughs> yeah. Main event, Sammy Guevara defending the TNT Championship against Darby Allin. This was a great match until that finish. Uh, uh, a lot of things were back and forth. So um, Andrade's associate came down um, and got on the apron. Stain chased him off, but Andrade used the extraction 
to whack Allen with his iPad when he was uh, about to go for the coffin drop, but then Guevara hit the GTH for the win. And then after the match, uh, Matt Hardy ran down and beat up on Darby Allen, but Sammy Guevara chased him off, and then Andrade whacked him with the iPad again and then walked off with the TNT Championship belts to end the show. So, like I said before, I, I said this before, like, this all, well, matter of fact, this could lead to two possible scenarios. Um, we could either get Andrade teaming up with Matt Hardy to face Sammy Guevara and Darby Allen, or we could have that triple threat with Andrade, Sammy, and Darby. So those are two likely scenarios. This this the the, the finish to that match kind of felt like a WWE kind of thing, but I guess I can't say that because I mean it is just a heel messing up a baby face and setting up the next rivalry. So I mean WWE just does this kind of finish a lot, but it is a, just a classic wrestling finish. Um, but damn, I try to look the great with the belts. I was like, yes, put that belt on that guy right there. Um, so yeah, interesting to see this and and having Matt Hardy kind of be involved in everything. But yeah, that made sense. So um, but yeah, I think this is uh, gonna be a pretty fun and exciting uh, match. Oh yeah, this is definitely um, uh, well, well, uh, coming up. So, um, and uh, I think is that this is the perfect time for Andrade to be TNT champion. Yeah, I mean, he, it, the belt looks great on him already. Put the put the match on him, and then also just seeing Andrade and Sammy have a match. Um, that's going to be a fun match to watch. Yeah, because like I said, this will lead to but two possible scenarios. But um, but the thing with Matt Hardy, we are going to get Jeff at some point when his um his contract cards is up. We feel like this going to happen soon, and then we probably going to get um Brother Nero and also Broken Matt Hardy again uh, when the Hardy Boys come to AEW. I feel like that's going to happen soon. So, like I said, this probably going to be two scenarios, but the, the the triple threat, like I mentioned, go, going to be the most likely scenario. But um, we just have to wait and see what's going to happen between now and Revolution. Yeah, definitely. I think Darby and Andrade is going to have a rivalry, and that's probably going to lead to like number one contender spot or something like that. And then, or it could be a triple threat. That'd be interesting as well. Um, but I'm excited to have Andrade in the TNT picture, in the TNT Championship picture, because he's such a heck of a talent. And I feel like I, I don't see him wrestle enough in AEW. Um, they were working him pretty good in WWE. Uh, especially during like the outbreak and like the when the lockdown happened, he was on TV every week. So definitely need to see Andrade more on take on TV, um, you know, because he's a talented dude. So I think him being TNT champion will definitely add something to that championship. Yeah, most definitely. So, um, what'd you think about the show, man? Uh, this was pretty good. So this is definitely uh, this definitely setting up. The, the main focus on to Revolution right now. We definitely had some confirmations. We definitely have a lot of teasers uh, going into uh, into Revolution because uh, I think we're like, uh, yeah, we're like a couple a couple weeks away right now because um, 
actually one, two, like two weeks away right now. So this is the um a good opportunity to, to start hyping up uh revolution uh right now and just start getting some start getting some matches in there. Um, we already had the, the, the confirmation of CM Punk and MJ after the dark collar match. We got some qualifying matches for the face of the revolution and also some qualify for the three-way uh triple threat for the AEW uh world tag team championship. So uh you know, we are we are like a couple weeks away. Uh revolution shape it up good to be a good show, and I just can't wait. Yeah, this 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 episode felt a little bit like a pay-per-view like it was like they i feel like they had you know more time on tv without commercial breaks and it just felt more like a pay-per-view vibe and it just reminded me of that aew like just great shows they do and it was like classic aew and a lot of homegrown aew talent you know was the highlight of tonight's episode um so yeah this was a this was a really good episode and it just reminded me that even though all this stuff is going on with Cody, if it's true or if it's not true, the AEW is going to be uh, just fine because uh, they just do great wrestling storytelling. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, uh, that, but that's our show for today. And we will see y'all on Saturday for the rap page uh, uh, review. And we'll see y'all. Peace out, guys. See y'all. That's Saturday.